0: All right, college baseball selection show. It's what we've been waiting for. Today's the 30th, Monday at noon. We got the selection show up on ESPN2 right now. We're going to be coming live throughout the entire selection show and just kind of previewing what's going on, what teams are in. Um, I guess we could go over the regionals, right, who is hosting?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into it.
0: All right, let me get this up real quick. All right, so we got Auburn, Texas, Virginia Tech, North Carolina, Maryland, Texas A&M, Miami, Oregon State, Florida, East Carolina, Southern Miss, Tennessee, Louisville, Stanford, Georgia Southern, Oklahoma State, and that is it. So, pretty spread out. Um, They just showed a map on the selection show. There's,
1: There's regionals all over, so... Should be good. First thoughts, Ryan. I mean, like, after watching Tennessee in the SEC tournament, is there really anyone who can dethrone them as the favorite? I mean, obviously they're a favorite, but I don't even know if there's someone that can take over and actually beat them. Like, I know it's a long tournament to actually go down the whole road, but I don't know, man. Tennessee's a scary team to play.
0: It's nuts because Pete was talking to us yesterday over text and he said this might be the best college baseball team ever. And it's kind of nuts. What was the stat that you posted? They hit the same amount of home runs as earned runs.
1: Yeah. The the exact same amount. They've hit 141 home runs and given up only 141 earned runs. That's, that's insane. Yeah. that, That also, that also means like, it's not just like they scored 141 runs. That's like, you know, guys on base, like, yeah. They scored way more than 141 times. They just hit it over the fence 141 times. That's that's insane.
0: Yeah, I mean, these these guys, they were talking about it on the broadcast the other night in the SEC tournament, which, by the way, they won. Um, and they were saying that there's probably like eight to 10 major leaguers on that team. Yeah, now, that's not minor leaguers that fizzle out in the minors and they're done. And of course... There's so many unknowns between now until they get drafted, until they get to the big leagues. But there's eight to ten legitimate players who could be big leaguers on that roster. And whenever you have that in college baseball, you're going to win a lot of games, and we saw that with them.
1: Yeah, I mean, just Ben Joyce alone. I mean, I we've texted about him a ton because obviously he's just a freak of nature. But, I mean, he's a guy we think that could go and, like, the late later to, like middle rounds like fairly early middle rounds and he could yeah. probably be up in september and help a team he's he's gonna be the run. quickest one yeah like he's, he's, definitely he's, n- be the he's not a guy that you draft and keep in the minors he's a guy that nah. a playoff team is going to go after and be like i want this guy throwing in my bullpen for the playoffs and for the late later games down the line
0: yeah i jokingly said that instead of trading for a reliever at the deadline you can just draft ben joyce
1: Yeah, and I don't even think it's that crazy of a joke because even at the end of the day, even if he's not going to be super effective, he's still going to be a big league arm. It's not like it's a random guy or just put him in there.
0: He's going to give you innings too. The only thing that could derail his hopes of being in the big leagues for a long time this year is if he goes early in the rounds, which would, of course, be a bad team that may not make the playoffs this year. Right. So are they selecting already?
1: Uh, not yet. I think they're just going running through who's the automatic bids already. So, right now we got Oklahoma State on a team. That's another team, I think, along with Tennessee. I would probably say that they are my top favorite to win it.
0: Yeah. How about East Carolina, too? They came into the year, they had a horrible start. They were regarded as a very good team in a lot of preseason top 25s. They lose their big arm to a, a steroid issue. Um, and they, they just completely turned around their year. They were just talking about it on the selection show. I believe they won uh, 43 games or something like that and only lost 18. So that's, yeah, that's pretty 40, crazy. Yeah,
1: 42 and 18. The back end of their season was super impressive, getting them back into the top 25 at the end. So it, look, it looks like we're going to get our first selection right yeah, here.
0: Yeah, here we go. Alabama State and Campbell. Oh, I like that. Campbell in the Tennessee Regional.
1: Whew. I, I think I think Tennessee fun. easily takes over Alabama State, but i'm I'm happy Campbells also there because oh. I think they can put up a surprising fight.
0: Georgia Tech is there too. Wow. That's gonna be a good regional for sure. Wow.
1: Campbell's a team we've talked about a lot where you know they actually have a very good roster and they're a very good underrated team that not a lot of people know about, but I mean, the record speaks for itself. They have one of the best players in the country and Zach Neto, who's a two-way guy. Yeah. And they just have a really underrated team.
0: Yeah. Let's see if. Okay, so yeah. It, it, uh, there we go. We got it updated live. That's sick. That's great that we found that. Um Alabama State, I have to say, I have no clue about any of their players or anything like that. Seems like they had a good year. So Good for them. But this is a good regional because, as you just said, Campbell can be pretty sneaky, Georgia Tech, Kevin Parada. They got a lot of really good draft picks on that team as well. And, of course, Tennessee, the best team in the nation. It's obviously going to be hard for any of those teams to make it out of the regional, but still going to be fun to watch.
1: Yeah. So here we go. We got Georgia Southern. There we go. Good for them. Look at You know, it's a good setup they got. All right.
0: UNC Greensboro and Texas Tech. And then they're about to announce the fourth here in a second. Notre Dame. Wow. Okay. So Texas Tech and Notre Dame and Georgia Southern all in the same one. And UNC Greensboro went 34 and 28. Not a great year. It's probably going to be hard for them to make it out of that regional, but still pretty good.
1: Yeah. Texas Tech. So it's Texas Tech versus Notre Dame. Yeah. Your yeah. your stream's a little ahead of mine, so. Oh, is it? Right. <laughs> yeah, but I'm relying on you, and then just checking back. But we got All right. Notre Dame. Texas Tech is going to be a really good game.
0: Yeah, that is going to be a good game.
1: I I, I going off of it. I my gut is telling me Notre Dame wins that game just on their pitching. Yeah, but Texas Tech is a tough team. We've seen them put up a lot of fights.
0: All right, we got the Austin regional now. Of course, Texas leads that pack. They did pretty decent in the Big 12 tournament. Is this uh they're showing a team right now. I don't know if they're going to make it in. Yes, Air Force.
1: There we go. Good for them. Good for them.
0: And Dallas Baptist.
1: Another underrated team that we talked about on our show a couple times in the beginning of the year. Yeah. So I know real real quick before they get with the next one out of the out of Tennessee's division. What what do you think the final the final super regional teams are going to be?
0: Huh, that's a tough one.
1: I mean, you got to go Tennessee, I think.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I think easily.
1: So too. Um, All right, can't, I don't
0: know. La Tech. So the the Austin Regional is Texas Air Force, Dallas Baptist, and Louisiana Tech. Some sneaky teams. Louisiana Tech had a good year. Dallas Baptist, we know their history. They've had a pretty solid um, couple of years. And then Air Force, obviously, uh, has some guys. Paul Skennis is a guy who I, who comes to mind for me. Two A for them. Um, going to Katoit. Shout out Pete for the summer.
1: Sure. Yes, so out of out of that side of the bracket, right there, I, I gotta go with Texas. They're my underdog to win the whole thing. Actually.
0: Yeah, I think Texas makes it out of that, and then for the the uh, Georgia Southern bracket, I think it could be Texas Tech, maybe. Um, but Notre yeah. Dame is. going to I be think a, a it's it's, f- it's got
1: to be Texas Tech or Notre Dame. It's one of those two. My yeah. my my prediction for that is going to be Tennessee Notre Dame.
0: Georgia Southern's a little sneaky though. All right, so we got the East Carolina bracket, the Greenville Regional. Coppin State gets in at 24 and 28. Coastal Carolina also gets in at 36 and 18.
1: It's good to see Coastal back. That, that, it's a, that's a name I haven't heard in the in the regionals or talked yeah. about in the regionals a lot recently.
0: Yep. Definitely a, a good squad year in and year out. And then Virginia. So that that's gonna be a that's gonna be a fun one there. They haven't realized it yet.
1: I the Coastal Carolina kids just saw it. They're they're hyped. You 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 gotta love a team that's hyped up to be in it. When, when you see the energy on the screen, you know that they're fired up and they're they're just there to have fun. And normally those teams do really well, honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And this is gonna be an interesting one because we know how good Virginia has been. They're probably my pick to make it out of that regional. But East Carolina, as I said before, really turned around their season um, and kind of. Kind of just just started playing very good baseball towards the end there. Coppin State probably not going to make it out of the regional. That's an interesting one. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely some good teams in that one. And I like the way that they're spreading around the wealth. Mm. I mean, I, I know that they try to do that every year, but this year it seems pretty good. There's at least two pretty decent programs in each regional so far.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. For this one, I'm going Texas, and I feel like Virginia is the easy answer, but I'm going with with East Carolina. ECU and Texas are going to make it out of that side.
0: All right, shout-out Dustin Demeter, Pete's boy. Oral Roberts is in the College Station Regional.
1: There we go. Maybe a little flashback to March Madness a couple years ago and make a big run.
0: And the Raging Cajuns are coming in, Louisiana. It's a pretty decent one as well. I see Clay Snowden in the chat. What's up, Clay? And then TCU. So we got Texas A&M, Oral Roberts, Louisiana, and TCU. That's another good one.
1: That is a really good one. I I, I really like TCU's team. They I've watched yeah. a decent amount of their games, and they're a team that I feel like should have been talked about a lot more. Um, throughout the whole year but yeah for anyone out there watching feel free to shoot questions in the chat and we'll we'll answer all your questions
0: yeah for sure I'm watching that pretty closely I don't know does Twitter have a chat
1: uh I'm not sure so if you want to ask questions maybe your best bets YouTube yeah I can
0: definitely see the comments on YouTube so that might be the best way yeah TCU for me is a team that That is kind of a dark horse to win it all. Um, I really like what they have on both sides of the ball.
1: and m played really well in their tournament, in their conference tournament.
0: All right, Louisville Regional. Louisville, Southeast Missouri State. That's an interesting one. Michigan, who just won the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Went in as the five seed and won the entire thing. Upset number two, Rutgers yesterday. Actually, put a pretty good, pretty good, uh, beaten on them, and then Oregon. So, Louisville, Southeast Missouri State, Michigan, and Oregon. Um, Oregon's another team.
1: Yeah, we we talked about them a decent amount too. I agree, they're another team that could really come out with it. Um, I like this. I like this side of the bracket a lot. I think it's really even.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely so far. So, Michigan will play Oregon. Louisville will play Southeast Missouri State. Texas A&M from the College Station Regional will play Oral Roberts. And then TCU will play Louisiana. And this is all starting on Friday, so.
1: Kaz, what's going on, my man? Watching on YouTube. Thanks for watching.
0: All right, Gainesville Regional. Obviously, Florida is in. Let's see who shows up with them.
1: We got D Duff watching on YouTube. He says, how do you like F- FSU's chance this year? I feel like with that pitching, they can make it run. Uh,
0: pitching wins championships. We've yeah, been saying that, and I know you're it a big over Florida State guy.
1: I really am, and it's because of the pitching. I mean, Parker Messick is going to be someone that they're really going to have to lean on. They're going to have to lean on um, him a lot, and he's been good all year, but their lineup really has to go through, but pitching wins championships, like we said. And for that reason, I do really like their chances. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think they're a team Ooh. that can win the whole thing, but they can definitely make a deep run.
0: So they're going to have to show the bracket again, but Oklahoma is in the game. Oh, there it is. Central yep. Michigan, Oklahoma, and Liberty. So Liberty, they did some damage early on this year, kind of fell off a little bit, but still pretty decent. Oklahoma, I know Pete likes them a lot. They got some good guys. Central Michigan had a very nice year, and then of course Florida has been pretty good the entire year. Their pitching staff was decimated due to some injuries, uh, Hunter Barco yeah. being the big one, but still. But
1: but but we saw them. You know they took care of business in their conference tournament, even without Barco. Their their guys really stepped up and pitched really wh- good games. Yeah. I got them and Score Oklahoma.
0: Up. Yep. All right, Blacksburg, Wright State and Virginia Tech are both in. They went th- Wright State went 30 and 25. So, not a great year but still gets them into the tournament. They've had a sneaky underrated program um the past few years. Columbia now in at 30 and 16. They had a really good year. That could
1: yeah. be a sneaky one. De- definitely one of the best teams, well, definitely the best team in the Ivy, Columbia. They, they have a lot of sneaky bullpen arms that a lot of teams in the NECBL scoop up. A lot of guys that are high VLO, um, the type of guys that, you know, maybe take a year off in the su- summer off and go train VLO and really learn how to pitch and throw hard at the same time. So I, that's a yeah. team I honestly watch out for.
0: All right. Gonzaga rounds out the Blacksburg Regional. So it's Virginia Tech, Wright State, Columbia and Gonzaga. Columbia and Gonzaga will play each other. Virginia Tech and Wright State will play each other. It's easy to say Virginia Tech will make it out of this regional, but Gonzaga has been pretty good this year. They got some guys. Gabriel Hughes is an arm for them. Mm -hmm. So some decent pitching, and that that could be an underrated pick for that regional.
1: Yeah, definitely. I would like – I don't know. I could definitely see Columbia beating Gonzaga, though. Gonzaga is a team that fell off in the back half of the year, and Columbia really stepped it up. But, yeah, the, the easy pick out of there um, after the four, the two games happen is, is VTech. V, VTech is definitely winning that part of the regional. And yeah. I'd have to say it's either Florida or Oklahoma that takes it on the other side.
0: Yeah, so um, I'm just going to plug this real quick. I was going to wait until after all the regionals were selected to do this article, but I'll be writing a dark horses to win the entire thing. So that's something to watch out for on JustBaseball.com. While we have a second, I believe they're going to commercial. Um, Follow us on Twitter at Boys of Spring JB. We'll be tweeting and updating throughout that entire thing. Obviously, check out the Boys of Spring podcast on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Um, We'll definitely be doing some content over there, as well as some articles, um, previewing, probably going to, start previewing at the finals once all the all the dead weight per se is is eliminated from the brackets then we'll start really getting into that type of stuff but yeah definitely follow our twitter and our podcasts
1: and absolutely also follow uh tiktok peter has been actually talking a lot about college baseball recently mainly about what we said in the beginning with tennessee hitting home runs but also just a cool a cool stat similar to how tennessee we got oklahoma university softball they hit 138 home runs and only gave up 38 earned runs which is uh, that's just laughable doesn't get yeah. much better than that but um yeah so i think you i think they're going to commercial like you said do you want to maybe go through each one and pick our favorites
0: yeah um how about we pick the favorite and then we pick maybe a dark horse to win it we could start um, with with tennessee i think that's easy for both of us yep and then for me, it's it's Georgia Tech. Their pitching has to step up, and that's what's really held them back this entire year. But their lineup's very good. They have some players, maybe the best hitter in the country right now, Kevin Parada. Yeah. Um, so they're my dark horse.
1: Yeah, I think like you said, how can you not pick Tennessee as the favorite? Uh, my dark horse is going to be Campbell because of All American Zach Neto. Yeah. Cade uh, Cooler's another really great arm they have. He could either Harrington. go in starting role. Or, you know, back end of the pen, a long type of guy like maybe like something we've seen like Andrew Miller. Yeah. Um, and for the same reason you said that, you know, Georgia Tech's pitching has to step it up. I know Campbell's pitching is gonna be there. And like we've said so many times, pitching wins championships. So my dark yeah. horse rat is Campbell.
0: Yeah, and Thomas Harrington's another guy for them who's yeah. been very good, getting a lot He's of draft good. hype. Um all right. The Statesboro regional. Um I think it would be easy to say that either Notre Dame or Texas Tech are the favorites to get out of this, but it's pretty it's pretty evenly matched, per se. I think these are going to be really good games. My dark horse, though, is Georgia Southern. They've had a really nice year, and they could surprise some people.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly have to agree with everything on that take. Um, if I had to pick a favorite... I'm leaning towards Notre Dame, but the way we saw Texas Tech play against Texas early in the year when we were talking about um we were talking about all the Texas teams really matching, I think if they can channel that and play with high intensity, high energy, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they make it out. Yeah. But Georgia, Georgia Southern is probably for sure the underdog there and the the dark horse.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's a pretty evenly matched one, though. Yeah, no, it really really is. The Notre
1: Dame-Texas Tech is going to be a very evenly matched game and a really fun one to watch.
0: Yeah. All right, Texas, obviously the favorite to come out of this. But for me, LA Tech is my dark horse pick. They had a very nice year. They won some big games. I believe they beat LSU a couple times early on when they were going. um, Let me check. When LSU was getting all their big hype earlier this year, they were top 10 team in the top 25. I'm pretty sure they played LA Tech and lost a couple games. So this is a team that's won a lot of games. 42 and 19 was their record. Uh, They beat LSU when they were ranked number two in the country back in February. And then they beat them again in March when they were ranked 14th in the country. So this is a team that's... That's had some really big wins against good programs. Another one's Old yeah. Dominion, who we might see come out and make a regional. Probably will. They beat them two out of three games. So that's my dark horse pick.
1: Yeah. So obviously my favorite is Texas. And like I said, they're my dark horse to win the entire uh, college baseball world series. My dark horse is Dallas Baptist. Um, a team, first of all, they've just been there and done it before. They, they've been yeah. making runs for a long time. A little bit of a down year. But you look closely at their schedule. They they did lose to Texas Tech, but they they won a series against Southern Miss. They beat uh, Maryland, who or they won the series against Maryland. They beat LA Tech, uh, beat Baylor, who at one point was really good, at being talked about. they beat TCU. So they've pretty much been there, done that, beat TCU twice, beat Oklahoma. They've they beaten a lot of big-name teams. Oklahoma State, they've beaten a lot of ranked teams. And yeah. I think I think that that's a reason why they're there in yeah. this regional, and I think it's the same reason why they're going to make – probably make a run.
0: All right, so we can finish talking about all these at the end. We are back from commercial break. Stanford Regional, Stanford, Binghamton, UC Santa Barbara so far. We have one more spot that has not been announced yet. But UC Santa Barbara had a great year. Binghamton's in. I believe that they won their conference. And then Texas State. That's a pretty good one.
1: That is a good one. I I remember when Stanford was getting all of love early, and then we didn't talk about them at all, and now they're back.
0: Yeah. Uh, Pete's been telling me for a while. Texas State, it's a bunch of, like, graduate students, redshirt seniors, upper-class guys, and a couple really good arms for them as well. So they could make it out of that. Then you see Santa Barbara Santa Barbara. They have some draft guys as well. They had a very nice year. Um College Park Regional. Texas AM. Or sorry, Maryland. That's college station is Texas A&M. Yep. So Maryland, they're obviously in. They are hosting. They didn't play well in the Big Ten tournament though.
1: No, they didn't. Kind
0: of a surprise. Long Island, 37 and 19.
1: They just won the neck, beat Brian in the championship. A really, really interesting tournament. Yeah. They ended up losing, going to the losers bracket. Uh, or maybe they, I don't know if they won, but Brian went in the losers bracket, beat Long Island to co- play him in the championship. So it's basically a three game series for the championship in Long Island.
0: UConn. There we go. 46 and 13. This is going to be a fun regional. This is. It's going to be a good one because we know, we know how good Maryland can be. They obviously won 45 games this year. They've been a pretty good program, but they've had some. Ooh, and then Wake Forest. This might be my favorite regional so wow. far. There's some good teams in this. And as I was saying, Maryland, they had a tough time in the Big Ten tournament. We'll see how they come out, but it's not going to be easy for them. They got some good teams in here.
1: UConn, UConn is another one of those teams kind of like Campbell where it's a pretty all around team, but the pitching is something that is going to be true, hold true for the whole time they're playing and going to be really consistent.
0: So I think Maryland can beat Long Island um, and I think Wake Forest can beat UConn. So it might be between Maryland and Wake Forest. And for me, that might be Wake Forest.
1: Yeah, I, I don't hate that at all. I think I honestly think whoever I think Maryland easily beats Long Island. And then I think whether it's Wake Forest or UConn, I think they have a pretty – both teams have a really decent chance of taking on Maryland and beating them.
0: All right. Here we go. Um, Which one was this?
1: Yeah, North Carolina. Oh, yep, North Carolina. Chapel Hill Regional. Hofstra, Virginia
0: Commonwealth.
1: Yep. So Hofstra just won – their conference tournament. They beat Northeastern.
0: VCO is a little sneaky. Um and depending on who this last team is, I think North Carolina makes it out. And it's Georgia. So Ooh. Georgia had had a pretty up and down year. They finished at 35 and 21. They have some guys, pretty experienced lineup as well. Uh Jonathan Cannon's their big Friday night starter. So I think it's gonna be between North Carolina and Georgia. And I think North Carolina ends up pulling it out. I really like that team. That team's great.
1: Yeah, I do too. Funny thing about Hofstra, the way they won, bases loaded, walk-off hit by pitch. That's how they won the conference tournament.
0: (laughs) All right, the Stillwater Regional. Oklahoma State, obviously, the top team in there. Let's see. Missouri State gets in. 30 and 27 on the year. Grand Canyon at 41 and 19 makes it into this regional. We're getting their shortstop this summer, Jacob Wilson, son of big league shortstop, Jack Wilson. I know that they have some guys and obviously they had a very nice year. That's good to see.
1: Oklahoma State's a team that I don't think got enough attention. They're a team we've really liked and talked about them a lot throughout the whole season. I, I think Ooh. they're easily the favorites. And Arkansas rounds it out. Arkansas did not play well in the SEC tournament at all. No, no, they didn't. But
0: that's that's going to be interesting because I think Oklahoma State does have the edge over Arkansas, but they have similar records, and it, it could be interesting. Oklahoma State plays Missouri State and Grand Canyon plays Arkansas.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to come down for sure against Arkansas and Oklahoma State. Um I don't know. I really don't know who I picked there. Arkansas really surprised me with the way they played in the SEC tournament. They're my dark horse to win the tournament. Obviously, Tennessee, just no one had a chance of beating them in that tournament. But yeah. Arkansas was probably my number two, and they really disappointed. So, But they're a team that's built well-rounded. Nothing really stands out like crazy. They're just a bunch of gamers all playing together, and they know how to get it done. So I wouldn't be surprised if they also make a run.
0: Coral Gables, Miami, Canisius, both in.
1: Ole Miss. There we go. Ole Miss is a team that you got to watch out for.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're sneaky. They got some guys, very experienced pitching staff, and obviously some big draft prospects on the offensive side of the ball. And then Arizona gets in. That's that's going to be a good one. Yeah. I think, I, I be think...
1: competitive. The side of the bracket seems to be a little less even, if you ask me.
0: Yeah, a little bit, but I, like I said, I liked the, the Maryland. Was, yeah, the bracket, Maryland. Yep. The College Park Regional. All right, Hattiesburg Regional.
1: Southern Miss, obviously in. Southern Miss, a team that kind of was going up and down. Not really sure if they were going to be you know, staying consistent in that top 25, but they yeah. held on. And, you know, they're beating teams like Old Dominion, a really underrated mm-hmm. conference.
0: Army gets in. There we go. Look at so, that. So we, so we got Air Force, Air Force, and, Force Army and Army on Memorial Day. There we go. Kennesaw State, at 35 and 26, they get in. I believe they won their conference, if I'm not mistaken.
1: They did. They did. Really underrated team there, too. A lot of young guys on that team. Guys that took over and took positions from established guys. So even their bench guys are established and know how to play. Um, A really good team at Kennesaw.
0: And then LSU rounds that out. So Southern Miss Army, Kennesaw State, and LSU.
1: We were
0: just talking about LSU a little bit ago. Um, Really up and down year, obviously. They started losing some big games. Um, But they play Kennesaw State. If they play to their full potential, they should get out of that easy. But obviously – it's going to be a little bit tough to get out of that regional for them.
1: Cool comic composed from LSU also when they get their name selected. Yeah. I don't I don't know if, if it showed on their TV yet or not. Yeah. They, uh, they, I mean, they knew they were going in, but. Yeah. I, I think right. they easily take care of business with Kennesaw. Auburn, Southeast
0: Louisiana, Florida State. There it is in the Auburn Regional. That's going to be a good one. I'm surprised Auburn got a regional, but or if they hosted a regional, and then UCLA—that's so going to be a good one. Florida State is UCLA; be a good one. they're both pretty good. And then Auburn obviously had a nice year as well.
1: I'm not—I'm not in love with the Auburn team, though. They didn't really prove it no. to me that that yeah. they are going to be there. But there we go, Florida State. I like Florida State coming out of this regional.
0: Who's the last one here? It's the last regional. Corvallis. Yeah,
1: this is I like this bracket a lot. I really yeah. do.
0: New Mexico State gets in at twenty-four and thirty-two. Wow. Um, all right. So they get into the Corvallis Regional. They will play Oregon State, which is going to be very that's tough.
1: A, that's a tough draw. That's a really tough draw for them.
0: San Diego. There they are.
1: I mean, they need, they need a better setup. That's just terrible camera quality for them.
0: They're <laughs> <laughs> filming off of an iPhone 4. Yeah,
1: they, they might be. And Vanderbilt.
0: All right, there they are. I'm Interesting surprised regional. I'm surprised that Old Dominion didn't get in.
1: Yeah, me too. At
0: Forty-one and seventeen.
1: They did you know, not get in. That's a that's tough for them.
0: That is tough for them.
1: I guess they would they would probably be in. They would definitely be on this side of the bracket, and they they would have to be in this last region. I think.
0: Yeah. All right. It's, so before we end, let's go through each regional and continue with who we like and who we think might be a dark horse to get out of there. Um, let's restart at the East Carolina one. Cause yep. we just ended with Texas. um and state. I don't think they make it out of this. Um, oh, I don't know what I just did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it popped up.
1: Yeah, it's a pop. Up. All right, here we go. Here we go.
0: Um, East Carolina. As I said, they had a tough start to the year. They lost their big Friday night starter. I think Virginia ends up making it out of this. I really like that team. They definitely have some players who can impact um, this a lot. So East Carolina, they end up hosting, had a really strong finish. And I think you like Coastal Carolina, right?
1: I do like them. I don't see how they get out of here, though. I think it's got to be ECU and Virginia, like pretty easily, really easily. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, Coastal would be, I guess, would be my dark horse. Yeah.
0: All right, this one's pretty good. Um, Oral Roberts had a nice year. Louisiana, I think, was close to five hundred with their record. But for me, yep, the favorite is TCU. For me, I really like I that team, and I, I really, I, I really agree out.
1: too. I agree. It's kind of crazy to have the team with you know the little number next to them not be the favorite. But I, when you look at TCU, I think it's hard to. Go against them, not being the favorite, and Oral Roberts has to be the dark horse. They just played a great year.
0: Yeah, and Texas A and a good team too, so that's going to be competitive. Yeah. That's that's a good one.
1: They're going to have, they're definitely going to have some juices going from the conference tournament, playing really yeah. good games in there. So it's all about who can keep the mojo going.
0: All right, I hate to be boring here. I really like Louisville, so I think that they end up making it out of this with the dark horse of Oregon.
1: Okay. I'm going Louisville, obviously. I, I hate to be boring, too. Um, I'll go Michigan with the dark horse to get out because okay. they played really, really, really well in their conference tournament. Um, and I think they have a good chance of beating Oregon. But Oregon is is pretty hard to go against. But Michigan, I think they might be coming.
0: That's fair. They played really well.
1: Yeah, re, really, real quick. I was about to bring this up myself um mc robinson just commented i can't believe nc state didn't get in there they were the first four out i can't believe after the run they made in their conference tournament i it's really surprising not to see nc state there too especially with some of the names they have on their team i would have loved to see tommy white competing in a regional honestly
0: yeah so um they just tweeted
1: out criminal on their twitter account nc state did yeah um (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and K- Kendall Rogers just retweeted it, and he, he said NC State baseball not getting in after making that run in the ACC tournament is an absolute joke.
0: Yeah, that's a big one. I'd like to see some of the names of all the teams that maybe got snubbed because I know I'm yeah. forgetting a bunch. Um, Old Dominion was the first one who popped up for me. Um, and obviously NC State, they had a really up-and-down year, but they finished pretty strong.
1: All right, here, here we, before we, we move on, I think – This probably is more, maybe a little more important to talk about. We got the last four in was FSU, um, Grand Canyon, Liberty, and Ole Miss. So they were the last four in, and the first four out. Like we said, the teams you two teams you just mentioned, NC State and Old Dominion, and then a team I honestly forgot of and and really ashamed I forgot of is Rutgers. They're the third one out. Oh yeah, and then Walkford baseball. I really thought huh. Rutgers was gonna get in. That's really surprising that they're not in a regional, honestly.
0: You know, I like the rule that if you win your conference, you get in, but that's allowing for some probably some worse teams to get into the, the, yeah. the, the tournament. Because yeah. I mean, who was the one who was the one who had a losing record, they just said recently? Was it, yeah, New Mexico State, right? Yeah, New
1: Mexico. Like a pretty bad losing record.
0: <laughs> tossing tossing NC State, Rutgers old dominion into that bracket that would make it way more competitive yeah, um southeast right. louisiana i'm not 100 sure of what type of season they had but that's another one um but yeah yeah there's definitely gonna be some snubs there are every year but that's that's a tough one that's a tough one all right so the gainesville regional i really like central michigan they win a lot of games. They play really well, but I think the favorite to come out of here is Florida. And I think mm-hmm. the runner-up or the dark horse. Well, the dark horse might be Central Michigan, but the runner-up's Oklahoma. And no disrespect yeah. to Liberty, but this is this is a really good regional.
1: Yeah, this this regional's pretty stacked, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think Florida is definitely the favorite. I don't know too much about Central Michigan, but if you like them that much, I trust you. But honestly, i just am picking Liberty as a dark horse just because I really want to see them do it. They're a really fun team to watch. When they were playing really good baseball in the beginning of the year, there was a lot of eyes on them, and they were going nuts just having so much fun with it. And I think if they can channel that energy, they have a good shot making a run. But it's going to be really tough to get past Oklahoma and then Florida if they win.
0: Yeah. Uh, Aaron Fit pretty well-known D1 baseball writer just tweeted the ACC has no representation on the committee and it shows the conference has gotten hosed repeatedly over the past two years and coming into this year I said that the ACC is one of the more talented conferences in college baseball if not the most talented conference in college baseball so yeah. them getting snubbed there that's that's a tough one to swallow and maybe down the line they'll change it like I said I still like the rules that if you win your conference you get an automatic bid but you know it it does allow for some lesser teams to get in per se all right Blacksburg Regional for me it's Virginia Tech with the dark horse of Gonzaga getting out of it I know Columbia had a good year um Being in the Ivy League, they don't play a lot of top-end talent. Yeah. Top-end talent. And then Wright State, I believe that they were close to 500 this year. They've been a pretty underrated program the past five or six years. But, yeah, for me, it's Virginia Tech and Gonzaga.
1: Yeah, same here. I think Columbia has a really good chance um, as a dark horse, if you want to call it that. But Uh – I completely agree. It's just not proven that they're that good when the competition they play is mostly Ivy League teams. And don't yeah. get me wrong, there's a lot of good baseball players there, but teams as a whole generally aren't as competitive as other conferences. Um, so I gotta go with Gonzaga, and they have some of the top. They have one of the top pitchers in the nation, and they're just a good baseball team. They have been the whole year, so uh, yeah, they're they're definitely the dark horse. So let's go down. We got a comment about Vandy, so why don't we go okay. down to the bottom of the bracket and start let's, there? Yeah, let's start there. <laughs> MC Robinson goes, Vandy getting smacked against Oregon State in that region, and I'm a, and he's a Vandy fan, so I I, agree. I'm I'm with you there. I'm with you. I think they're getting smacked too. There's no, I don't think they can beat Oregon State, especially we saw like less like LSU absolutely smacked them around, and they don't even have pitching. Um, so if Vandy can put up 20 runs and still lose, I don't see how they beat a good pitching team like Oregon State.
0: Yeah, so f- the matchups for this regional is Vanderbilt and San Diego and then Oregon State and New Mexico State. Obviously, I think Vanderbilt and Oregon State both make it out of that, so we'll probably see that in the Supers. Um, but, yeah, for me, the favorite is Oregon State with a dark horse of Vanderbilt.
1: Yeah, same here.
0: All right, Auburn, kind of a controversial regional host. Um, for me, it's my favorite's Oregon State, and my dark horse is UCLA. Or,
1: uh, Florida State. uh I don't know if Florida I said State? Yeah, yeah, Florida State. Yeah, you said State. Oregon State. I, yeah, I'm Florida. all right. I'm I was gonna say you're in the raw bracket, but I completely agree. Florida State's my favorite too. I just yeah. think they have the pitching to go really far. And I think, you know, with one game to win, they can throw a lot of guys in, beat UCLA, and they'll still have a ton of pitchers left to take on Auburn because I think Auburn's gonna win, um, against Southeast LA. So, yeah, I'm going Florida State. And UCLA as my dark horse. Yeah.
0: All right, Southern Miss. So we got Southern Miss, Army, LSU. I, I
1: like State. I like this region a lot. I do.
0: Um, for me, man, you know LSU and Southern Miss are two teams that have have had up and down years this entire year. So I think I'm going to go with with Southern Miss as my favorite, LSU is a as a dark horse to get out of here. With some respect to Army as well. They've been doing pretty decent.
1: Man, we're, we're kind of being boring. I have the same exact thing. I have yeah, the same well, take. I just think Southern Miss is more of a complete team than LSQ. They just yeah. have a lot better pitching. And, you know, they might not have guys that have individually 20-plus home runs, but they have a lot of guys with big-time power that can give you a big at-bat when you need it. They have more complete um, situational hitters than yep. L S U. So and when it comes down to regionals and tournament time, I feel like it's all in college baseball, it's all about situational hitting and being able to do the little things. And Southern Miss does that really well.
0: Before we move to the next bracket, I just wanted to reiterate, I don't know if I've said it during this live stream, but it's double elimination. So to in order to get knocked out, you gotta lose two times, which is gonna is gonna make for some pretty competitive games, I think.
1: All right, yeah. so it's the Coral Gables regional e- even, now. Even more reason for why pitching matters so much.
0: Yeah, exactly. All right, Miami. Uh, is it Cassinus?
1: K- yeah, I think so. Okay, Arizona. Two guys who aren't great at pronunciation right here.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I definitely haven't been following that team at all. Um, and Old Miss. Now, as a hypothetical, what if – NC State was in
1: this regional. Instead of uh playing it's, Miami.
0: No, instead of yeah, Cassinas or whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, if they're there, if NC State's in, they're my dark horse.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: I think. Right now, right now my dark my favorite's Miami, and my dark horse is gonna be Ole Miss. Exactly with a very the same. with a very good chance. But if NC State is in there, I think it completely changes it. And I think they They honestly, honestly, they might even be the favorite with the way they're playing. Yeah, right. So, yeah, but right now the favorites, Miami, and the dark horse is Ole Miss, with a lot of respect going to Arizona because they're really they're playing really well.
0: I definitely agree. All right, this is a fun one because you got Grand Canyon, who's one of who has won a lot of games this year, Arkansas, who has been up and down, but we know what they can do. Oklahoma state been really good the entire year. And then Missouri state don't know too much about them. Oklahoma state is my favorite with a dark horse of, I'm going to say grand Canyon.
1: All right. Uh, Yeah. I like that a lot. I'm going with Oklahoma state as a favorite and Arkansas as a dark horse. Yeah. Because like they've been there and they're led by Michael Turner. And I think when you have a good backstop who can also hit a lot, kind of like Georgia tech with Kevin Parada, I think that's a, that's a recipe for success. So they're going to be my dark horse, but I would not be surprised at all. if Grand Canyon is a team that does it
0: for me. It's a little bit of recency bias just because Arkansas didn't play great in the sec tournament.
1: Yeah. That's
0: yeah. So, I mean, they, they're obviously getting a fresh start in the tournament. They get a bid obviously, but I think grand Canyon may be able to pull it out. They got some sneaky guys.
1: <laughs> just we just got a, in our boys of spring group chat. Pete already's freaking out, all caps. How did NC State not get in? He's <laughs> he doesn't have too much time to text. He's moving in to the Cape right now, but he, he still has enough time to be upset about NC State.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's texting multiple group chats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> here we go. No Ruckers? <laughs> yeah,
1: fuck it's the, just fuck the NCAA committee. Well, oh man, I for the. It's really tough, though, because aside from, I think, all the first four teams out of Old Dominion, Rutgers, NC State, and um, I forget the fourth one, but those three, I think, absolutely deserve to get in, but the rest of the bracket, I feel like, is a really good bracket, so it's tough to say, but it's really surprising. Honestly,
0: those four teams is the uproar that we've seen, and I I think there's a pretty decent argument, as I said earlier, with just making it more competitive, but if they win their conference, there's not too much that you can say.
1: Yeah, it's tough to not say. like Because what, what does the conference tournament mean if it doesn't right. allow you to get a bid to the regional?
0: Right, so I don't exactly. think they can
1: change that. But some of these teams definitely deserve to get in.
0: All right, UNC is my favorite here. I really like that team. And then my dark horse is Georgia.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's too much else to say. This is probably one of the weaker regions, um, aside from UNC and Georgia. I yeah. think Hofstra and VCU. are a little
0: sneaky, but
1: yeah. Hofstra, Hofstra played some good baseball teams this year. Northeastern at one point was one of the hottest teams in the country, and they beat them in the conference tournament. But honestly, yeah. I feel like if Northeastern stayed a little bit hotter, they would be another one of those teams that people were talking about why they didn't get in, and Hofstra did. So, But I, I don't have Hofstra winning. I think it's UNC and the Dark Horse of Georgia. Easy. Yep.
0: All right. This is a good one. We were talking I, this, about it yeah, when it got selected. I, I like this a lot. Um for me the favorite and as I said before with Arkansas, this is some recency bias just because Maryland wasn't playing great. For me, the favorite is Wake Forest with the Dark Horse of Maryland, but I could definitely see my dark horse being Yukon as well, because they yeah. played some
1: really good baseball. See, I really I don't like that Wake Forest and Yukon play each other because yeah. they would be my favorite and Dark Horse, like you said. I don't That's think Maryland's not my dark horse. It's Yukon, but Wake Forest is my favorite. So I wish they were on opposite sides in the region. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Upset alert in the Maryland region. Yeah. Well, it's pretty easy for upset because it's either Yukon or or Long Island. And then Wake Forest would upset Maryland if they win. So that's an easy reason for an upset. And I think it's definitely going to happen. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, Yukon and Wake Forest are two really really underrated teams that deserve a little more attention. Even though UConn's been ranked pretty much the whole year, I think they need to be talked about a lot more.
0: All right, before we end this, or end the, the bracket talk,
1: yep. um, Baylor's
0: head coach has stepped down. Oh. So I, I don't think that has anything to do with not getting into the tournament, obviously, but no, that's going to be interesting because that, that team has been pretty solid in the past, and I, I think they could they could do pretty well in the future. They have some good uh some good freshmen coming in next year.
1: I, I will say though, when a coach does step down, he normally it's normally a plan. So yeah, he's oh, definitely yeah. had he definitely has someone capable and placed. It's yeah. it's obviously gonna be a completely different vibe, but stepping For down sure. and fired are two very different things. So I wouldn't freak yep. out too much if you are a Baylor fan, but definitely surprising news.
0: Yeah, all right, Stanford. They're they're going to be my my favorite to get out of here with Texas State as my dark horse. Texas State has a lot of guys. As we said before, they're pretty experienced. They have some nice pitching. But Stanford's been a very good team. I was watching them play last night a little bit as well. They're pretty competitive.
1: So You see Santa Barbara's hot right now. I think they won five yeah. in a row. Um, but just to give them a little love, because I think it's pretty easy to say Texas State is a dark horse and Stanford easily. Um, is the favorite. Stanford's a team. They were one of the hottest teams in the country before conference tournament started. They they, Coming all the way back from unranked to number two, super impressive back half of the year for them.
0: Yeah. MC Robinson says in chat, Texas State could sneak past Stanford, but you can't sleep on UC Santa Barbara, and I definitely agree.
1: Yeah, I, I agree you can't sleep on UC Santa Barbara. They just really haven't played, aside from like Cal Poly, and Long Beach State, they really haven't played too much other great competition. Like UCLA is good, but I'm pretty sure they lost UCLA like every time they played them. Um,
0: yeah. And then somebody else said um, UTSA should have gotten in. They had a 38 and 20 record, uh, went 19 and 11 in their conference. They did lose their conference tournament um, to Louisiana Tech, but yeah. Yeah, they had a nice year as well. All right, yeah. so go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna go ahead. All right, so before we get out of here, I just wanted to plug a couple things. I said this earlier in the live stream. Um, I'll say it again. I was gonna wait until all this got announced. I'm gonna do a dark horses to win the whole thing article on justbaseball.com. Um, obviously, check out all of the work done on justbaseball.com. We got a bunch of talented writers over there who are doing a bunch of stuff, podcasting, all that. Um. We will have a podcast this week as well. Previewing, we'll have Pete Flaherty on there giving his thoughts as well. Um, follow us on Twitter at Boys of Spring JB. Follow me at Prospects Ryan. And your Twitter handle is at Ben Bellotti, right?
1: Yep, easy as can be, just my name. Um, also, if you guys watching are big college baseball fans, and I'm guessing you are because you're watching, we work. I work in the NECBL. Ryan works in the Cape Cod League. So this whole summer we're going to do our best to get as many players on as possible to interview. You might not have heard of some of these guys, others, you know, being the top two leagues in the country for summer ball, you might've heard of them, but each one of them comes from a great program. So we're going to have a lot of content to go from uh, just more things to look forward to.
0: Yeah. And another thing that's going to be coming out, I believe the date that we're going to publish is June 6th. Um, I'm coming out with a Cape Cod league preview. Me and Pete, who also works in in the Cape Cod league with the Katua Ketleers, we're going to get on with him and talk about some of the players around the entire Cape. So that's going to be a fun one. And yeah, as you said, we're going to have a lot of fun this summer. Summer ball is one of the best parts of college baseball. And I'm, I'm glad that I'm going to be able to work in it this summer. I know you've been for a couple of years, right? Yeah. How long have you been with the waves?
1: I started in high school as just oh, wow. a regular, regular intern. And now I'm okay. fortunate enough to just help cons- try and construct part of the team. So a lot of the teams that got knocked out and that, And that last four out where guys, luckily for us,
0: I haven't even thought about that. They
1: will be reporting. Yeah. Um, So our team just got a little bit better because they're going to be here on time. Yeah. We had, we have Rutgers guys, you know, Belmont, Belmont's a team I kind of expected to get in. They were really playing well in their conference, but that's another team. But yeah, no, I've been there since like high school and now keep on working. Summer ball is the absolute best, man. I mean, is everyone's loose and having fun. And then your team starts to get hot and everyone enjoys it even more. It's just everyone, whether you work in it or playing it, some of the best relationships of your life are made through summer ball. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, this is going to be my first summer up on the Cape. I know Pete has been doing it for a while. I was fortunate enough to go up there last summer and visit, watch a couple of games. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, we're going to have a lot of great content coming your way. Like I said, some podcasts probably this week before the regional start. But yeah. Anything else? We're almost uh, an hour.
1: Yeah, I think I think we did a really good job of summarizing everything. Just follow us, uh, just baseball fans on YouTube, on TikTok. Yeah, just baseball media, or yeah, just baseball media on Twitter. Our boys of Spring Handle. Just follow us everywhere. You can find it in the description of any video, any podcast we post. So, uh, yeah, thanks everyone for watching. It was a lot of fun, and look forward for our podcast coming soon.
0: Yeah. See everybody.